Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. Welcome back to another episode of the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host today, Randy Inkston, joined by our fitness director, Zach Columbia. All right. <laughs> Not our typical start to the show, but uh, uh, obviously Tim is sitting this one out. He's he's hosting our, our CLA workshop uh, today and tomorrow, so he'll be out of the office or, or out of these podcasts. But uh, we're going to keep things going in, in true form and true fashion and uh, dive into another another episode for today. Uh, we've got a good one for you, though. We're going to uh, dive into kind of honing in on your avatar client. We're going to talk yep. about um, you know what what happens when you know who it is that you serve. Um, how to kind of figure that out, how to get there, but then some of the advantages of of what you can do with that information and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Last weekend I sent you and Tim a message cuz yep. I was listening to this podcast and it it totally sent me down a rabbit hole. Um, and and it, they just mentioned on the podcast just briefly um, how AI like you know, NSA is using the CIA, but it's not like mainstream yet yeah. for, for businesses. Um, but how they are using biometrics on mm-hmm. your camera phone, microphone, um, your Apple watch, right. To determine like how f- the, the favorable response mm-hmm. somebody is having to a specific like post on, on social media, right? Yeah, so your reactions and your, oh, yeah. yeah. So right now it's, it's like being used to identify like potential terrorists, right? Right? So, so, but that just sent me down this rabbit hole of thinking of, okay, at some point that's probably going to be pretty mainstream. Yeah. Businesses are going to be able to run an ad, make a post and segment their leads based off of, okay, who had like a really favorable response to this, who was maybe like interested but yeah. not like ready to take action. Mm-hmm. And then who had like a negative response to it, mm-hmm. right? Who was just like trying to get more information and they're not really a good quality lead. And so I started thinking about that. I'm like, man, that is going to be a game changer for how businesses potentially market and attract their customers. And, um, you know, how cool for a consumer too. Like you would think about that initially yep, I get it, and yep. go and go like man that's terrifying horrible yeah but like i don't want i don't want to waste my time with ads like I, how often do you see an ad and you're yep. like i'm sick and tired of seeing this right like don't market to me anymore yep. well how great would it be to have everybody that's marketing to you align with your values and what you're actually interested in well to that to that point i mean we've known for years right google i mean we all talk about it all the time right like you right now we're gonna we're gonna leave here we're gonna leave here and our ads (laughs) on our phone are gonna be different based on what we're talking about right and uh i mean it's a fact we know it's in the it's in their agreements we know that there's aspects they are listening they are watching our our movements and things like that google years ago and i actually know ironically i know a gentleman who's a a very close friend of mine for years uh buddy that lives in illinois 
helped write some of the code for Google when it came to some of the buying analytics and, and measurements. And so like, you know, when you did buy something and it would suggest other things that are in alignment, yeah, he helped write some of that code. And so, I, I mean, I've known for years that like Google has 200 million data points that it can fill in on every one of its consumers. So that's how many different aspects of our buying habits, our movement patterns, our choices, all of those things are being figured out by these, you know, algorithms and analytics with Google. That is the stuff that's going to roll over and, and you know, eventually it, it, it's in the marketplace right now. I mean, Facebook's ads do it to some degree, right? Yeah. Based on your, your profile, your buying choices, right? That's the whole idea is it's going to put similar consumers, it's going to put those ads in front of people who look similar to your profile, right? Who yeah. make similar decisions to you, but it's not obviously available to us to, to <laughs> now to they're choose. Now they're really going to like be reading your mind. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> AI can read your mind type of type of thing. Um, but the, the key here for us in this industry is like, okay, well, what really is our brand? Yeah, there you go. What is the thing that that sets us apart and makes us different, and who are we trying to attract? So yeah, let's, so who's let's our, talk about who's that. our avatar client? Gyms, for the most part, like they're just they're just desperate for leads. Yes, correct. Right, they're just desperate for anybody they can get in their door, and they're gonna figure out on the back end thinking like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to service and take deliver. the money today. I'm gonna take the money <laughs> and I'll figure out how to deliver the product yeah. tomorrow, which is why so many gyms are in the hole and it's it they can their front end is really strong but then their churn is so oh, high yep. and think of the power that we will have but we do actually have today mm -hmm. of assessing our best clients that align with our values as a business and we should be going after those people. Absolutely. You should right be double, now, doubling down on those. Right yeah. now, even without being able to like read minds type of yeah, thing. Absolutely. Well, and we were talking about it before this kind of like, you know, prepping for, you know, what we could get into with this show. And it, obviously, like you said, it kind of like spider webs or like opens up that can of worms when you are clear on who you serve. And, and let's start before that, because you mentioned something, right? You're like, what is your brand promise? What is your promise to the consumer that when you execute it, you reconfirm their decision to buy from you, right? That's a retention, you know, it, it feeds into retention, that consumer is now happy and satisfied. I always use the example with our clients when I'm trying to draw attention to something or to, to this topic is like Domino's pizza, hot and fresh uh, to your door in 20 minutes or less or whatever it was, you know, something like that. 19 minutes, 20 minutes, that pizza's there. I am happy as hell. If yeah. that guy's 25 minutes after I ordered, I'm throwing that pizza at the back of his head <laughs> And I'm pissed, right? Because yeah. they've failed their promise to me as a consumer. And so now what is my choice? Consumer choice. Now I can decide, oh, next time maybe it's Pizza Hut. God forbid I ordered any of those, by the way, just to say I would not. That is not pizza in my book. I'm from <laughs> Chicago. We got a whole different belief. But, uh, um, but you know what I mean? But that's the brand promise. But that's a brand promise. Yeah. And so for, for I think in the, I love this topic because I think that, business owners are so fast to rush into the things that are kind of fun and exciting and the delivery aspect and the, what they're going to charge and all of these things, but they have no idea what they actually, what is the purpose of their business? And that's where your brand promise comes in. And so I think your brand promise, it, you know, it's in alignment with your, your avatar, but it's almost like two halves to, to a sa the same coin. Sometimes your brand promise helps define and create your avatar. Sometimes your avatar 
helps hone in your brand promise, yes. right? You don't all, as a business, you have the best of intentions to go serve a certain group. That might not be the group that's throwing money at you. You know yeah. what I mean? And you as a- Bud Light is a good example. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, perfect, perfect example of how to, yeah, exactly. But that's, but it's true. What did they do? They, they failed their, their consumer base by going a different route. And, yeah. and, and, and again, they'll adjust and they'll learn and they'll probably, you know, come out ahead in the end, but that's how big business and, and those decisions can, can play effect. But, you know, for, for a small business, knowing your avatar, and we'll get into kind of what you can do and what other benefits come with that, but that is imperative. I mean, I, we've talked about it here with, with Legacy, like knowing your lifestyle clients and how to, how to kind of cater to attracting them, servicing them, making that you know, cl- group of clients the happiest that they can be. Yeah, and, and think about just like your Facebook marketing that, that you do, the ads that you run. How often are we in a Facebook ad saying, like I'm looking for clients that are 46 years old, right? Like um, want to work out at least three times a week, three to four times a week, are going to spend this much money with us. Like here's the price, <laughs> yeah. right? right? And we want these these values and personality traits. We don't do that, right? No. Like we, we don't do sure. that. I'm yeah. sure nobody out there is doing that. We're running an ad that's like fit over 40, fit over 50, let's catch everybody. Let's put a shiny image in front of the yep. person, catch their attention, and then let's just try to get them to our door by our follow-up, our outreach to them. We caught their attention, but they really don't know exactly what they're getting. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. They don't know exactly what our delivery is. So many people, when we, leads, they, they come in, and like the first thing they ask is like cost, mm-hmm. right? Price. They don't even ask like, yep. hey, they can't even complete a sentence. It's not like, what is the cost for your program? It's just cost with yeah. a question yep. mark. And they have no bearing for understanding of what that relates to. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no idea of like, here's what I'm going to get. Cost versus value. Right. right? Yeah. And how many people, even if we did bullet point, each one of those things would actually read it and know <laughs> before coming. They'd be like, what is this? Yeah. You know? Yep. And so, and so what really, what we need to do as an industry is identify here is what we do, Yep. right? Here is our delivery. Here's how we train. Here's our model for us. It's semi-private training. We know exactly what type of client that we're looking for. Who's our ideal person, where they live, right? Within a five mile radius of us. Here's their annual income or, you know, average price of their home, et cetera, et cetera. We have all those metrics. Let's start as, as an industry, as a whole, identify who our avatar clients are and go after those people versus saying, I just got to get everybody to my door and I'll figure it out later. Exactly. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, we talk about it, obviously, one, knowing the model, the business model, right? The type of training, your potential, all of that stuff is so big, but it spills over, right? It's not just the programming and the, the type of training you provide. It's the experience. And when you know, and we're again, as we were talking about it, you know, when you know your avatar client, you know, they're buying habits, you know, their favorite retail brands, you know, the music that they like, you know, um, 
you know, kind of the the energy or the speed of the group, that type of thing. Like all of that impacts how you deliver your service and the, the client experience, you know, at the end of the day. Not enough gym owners are thinking about any of that stuff, right? Yeah. How, you know, do you, when you, when you come up with an, we've talked about it on, on this podcast about incentivizing, you know, clients here. We have a pretty affluent group, you know, when we threw money at them for, or like gave them a month free for the referral, obviously, right? We didn't get anything. It carries no weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. carries no weight. But when we started doing it, even, even buying things, you know, that had a monetary value. Yeah. Right? Like as a gift. As like a, a, exactly. Yeah. Doesn't. It just, they have the ability to go do that stuff yeah. for themselves. And so we had to find something that was exclusivity yeah exclusive you know we created exclusivity through the the points program and certain things could only be achieved and at the end of the day what are they t-shirts and, and recognition you know yeah. for the most part but yeah. that's the things that our 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 avatar client values those over monetary gifts and in you know a couple hundred dollar incentive because they have that right if we were a different gym where you know, our clients had to nickel and dime and rearrange money to make things, you know, work and stuff like that. That would probably be a great incentive for that, but that's a different avatar and that's a different business to serve. You just have to know it. You, you have to right. figure that out. And that's the thing is, is some of it comes with awareness, right? Quite, you know, you have to communicate with your clientele. You have to know, um, you know, you have to be personal, personable and know what their likes, interests, dislikes, all of that stuff is. But, you know, to your point, we're getting to a, a a day and age where technology ai uh they're they're shortcutting that for us you know they're right you they're, can do it now like we yeah, have absolutely. we have yeah. the the benefit of experience 13 years right we can look at our, our clients that have been with us for 13 years and you know go okay this is our ideal client like let me investigate and find out everything about this person so I know who I'm looking for in my business, mm -hmm. right? So a good example for us, like our weakest link um, where we have the, you know, it's, it's just, it's just the, the location that we're at. We're in North Scottsdale. People don't live here during the summer. Yeah. Right. And, and very transient. Yeah. And, and, and so our biggest like issue is we deal with a lot of freezes, right? Yep. Especially this time of year. Um, we have a, we have a client. I was talking to her the other day. She's like, Hey, I'm, I, I don't care, but like, we're leaving town for a couple of weeks. Like what's the, what's the freeze policy? And, and I was like, Oh, well, you know, you're, you're in an, annual contract you can freeze for four weeks she's like okay i just wanted to know we're not going to do that <laughs> i'm like you you are my yeah. avatar do you have more people like yeah, you so yeah. call, like you got any sisters you got like <laughs> bring them in bring them in right yeah. but but so many gym owners that we work with they're so strong on the front end, yes. right? They're yeah. closers, man. Yeah. Like they, 80%, baby. they truly do close <laughs> at 80%. We've even seen some that close at 90%, but their churn rate is like 15, 20% on the back end, right? And especially with those ones that do like. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. 
So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to sell this big front end offer challenge, whatever it is. And then people are just like flying out the back door. It's like, guys, we're doing this in reverse order. I, I get it because we're, we're like, Hey, we got to collect the cash in order to pay our bills next month, which we're, we hammer on all the time, right? Like (laughs) your, your revenue, recurring revenue has to be higher than your base operating expenses. Tim and I just did another episode on that probably last week a week or last week one of the last two episodes to talk specifically about that but like take a weekend and stop trying to sell for the weekend and just like run some analysis oh absolutely you don't have to have the technology yet like just dive in who is this person like what is it that they do in my business like what services are are they um taking advantage of What are their beliefs? Like, where do they live? How much money? Like figure out those people and then start working your way towards getting more of those people in and attracting more of those people and fix the problem over the course of six months, a year, whatever it takes. But eventually then your churn rate's gonna come down and you don't have that problem. Well, let's talk about, well, both, not only your churn rate. So I wanna just draw another example of how big and important that is. You're paying for every lead that comes into the business. If not every lead is a perfect fit for your business, you're paying for leads that aren't- You're wasting, you're you're burning money. A hundred percent, right? And so the more you, the better you can define that avatar client, the clearer you are as an advertiser going in and, you know, positioning those ads in front of individuals, all of that increases your return on your, or your return on your investment, right? You're reducing the total, you might, and this is where we go back to the total number of leads versus the intent behind the leads. I don't need 500 leads every month. I need 15, you know, that quality. convert, yeah, yes. quality that convert. And I've got 12 new members every month out of 15, as opposed to 12 out of 150 leads, because I just spent money on 150 leads. And that's where, you know, again, where we go back to the cost per acquisition versus your cost per lead. And it doesn't matter when you're acquiring those clients, right? But then to your point, let's keep them. And that's the other half of the coin. Keep them and also like build a business that you enjoy showing up at, right? Like if you're bringing on just any client, it's it's so powerful to meet with somebody and and say like, you're not a good fit for us. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. And it might be just that person's attitude. It might just be like, I don't like this person, whatever. They're not a good fit here. That's very empowering to think, to be in a position where you can literally reject clients, right? Potential clients be like, I don't need your money because 
you're going to cause me more problems on the back end. I'm trying to build something that's amazing here. I think you just hit something that <clears throat> it, it is, it's extremely relevant when you are in that position where your base operating expenses do exceed your monthly recurring revenue. You are in a place of desperation. You are in a place of, I need to sell to pay my bills. So you're more likely to take, you'll just take them, you'll, you'll take, take them. Right. Yeah. And, and what you're doing is you're, you're, you're absolutely cutting off your nose and, you know, trying to save your face type of thing. And that is the problem with businesses is there is no long, long thought. There's no playing for the future. It's desperation. Take the money now. I mean, digital marketing, I've talked about it, has kind of increased that fuel, right? I, I mean, if we look at the marketing that's available to gym owners, it is a direct representation of direct of, of digital marketing in its own core, right? It's create a create the offer before you figure out how to sell it, before you know what's in the, the yeah. program, before it's even and together. And that's sexy because it's money on money, the front end. It's making money today. Yeah. But but here, but again, a little bit of lack of integrity. I mean, now granted, maybe you can, and maybe, I'm not saying you have no integrity if you do it, but yeah. is that a, a tactic? Like, don't, wouldn't you feel better knowing exactly who, how and who you serve and have all of those components together and then create the offer and, and attract those people? Yeah. As opposed to, to creating the offer selling it to those people and then turning around figuring out how to deliver on it. To me, that's the, the, it's not the right way to go about it. Yeah. And I think with the information that we shared today, you should be very clear on what that offer should be, who it should speak to, what the price point should be, uh, all of those different things. You can position the service and the service guys, like your whole tire, your experience, the color of your walls, the music that's playing in your gym, all of that should be a direct representation of who it is you're serving, not just who you are or who you want to be, right? Like who wouldn't want to train bikini models and, you know, fit dudes 24 seven, you know, you ever met a like, trainer that didn't want to train athletes? <laughs> yeah, Never. Yeah, Never. Right? It doesn't exist. But at the same time, do we know that that's, you know, the, the, this, the key to success in gen or battling the problem that most of us are here to do, you know what I mean? Like that's a different avatar client. And, and you don't have to do this overnight, right? Correct. Like, like at some point, someday, technology is only going one direction. Like we're going to have these tools. You can, you know, it's just going to get more and more advanced and we're going to be more and more efficient. Um, but like with Facebook marketing, which I'm sure most people are doing, yeah. it's like we can run ads to still get those people in, right? Make sure our bills are paid. Cause it doesn't help anybody if you go out of business, yep, right? You can't pay, pay your bills. But then like, I mean, start with $20 a day, start with $15 a day, create some content, some video content that demonstrates like your core values, there you go. your beliefs, your, it, it appeals to your avatar clients, invest the money now in doing that. And we can run multiple Facebook ads yep. at the same time, right? We can, we can put that content out there, attract those people, right? And maybe that $20 a day gets us like, you know, one or two clients a month, but those are our ideal clients. And then we're still, we're still attracting the people that are like the shiny object people over time. Those people are going to leave your good clients are going to stay and we're building this up. So don't think like, Oh, you got to completely change everything right now. Just make a little investment yeah. now and split it. And eventually we're going to fill up our business with our clients that we want. 
Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. The right type of individuals, absolutely. And that's the spectrum of marketing, right? You've got your direct response where you elicit an offer and those individuals are going to take action today because that's the intent behind that ad. The beautiful thing about that is your avatar client is just as likely to respond to that ad. They're that much closer to uh, taking action, you know what I mean? So that will appeal to them, but it will also appeal to some that aren't necessarily the right client. The other end of the spectrum, yeah, you invest in attracting, again, because you're not asking for the sale today necessarily, but you're bringing them into your wheelhouse, right? You're you're getting their information, usually exchange of value, right? Ebook, some sort of offer, gated where you capture their name and information and you can remarket to them that is the long play in marketing that is the right way if you may it's not sexy no and it doesn't you know doesn't put money in the bank today necessarily but you will have those clients that will fight and die for the same exact things that you believe in that you're offering as opposed to somebody who's there to try it out doesn't have the same feelings and beliefs and alignment with the business and the brand and the core values. And then obviously that's a much shorter relationship that the hardest thing I think working with gym owners is allowing them or or helping them kind of tiptoe that line between moving from a place of desperation to trusting the fact that businesses that last are built on systems. You have to build those systems into play, um, systematize the business. Like who doesn't want to walk into their business every day and just have a completely unique experience as the owner? Like, you know, every conversation's different and how, you know, like fun and exciting all the time. That is not how successful businesses are built, right? It's repetition, it's consistency, it's the systemized approach to from the conversation when somebody walks through the door to the phone being answered to how we say our goodbyes. Like that creates a consistent experience for the client. And again, it reinforces their decision to buy from you. So yeah, I think it's imperative to know your avatar client. Um, the advantages of the business go across the entire board, but ultimately what it's going to do is it's going to, in, I think it's going to increase the value each client has to the business, your lifetime value, um, so that you you can kind of remove yourself from that place of desperation and having to work with all of those people. Because you mentioned something also before we started, how many times are you changing the business to fit those that consumer's needs as opposed to telling that consumer, you know what? I really appreciate the opportunity, but you, you know, you might not be the right fit for, for us. Could be the schedule. It could be the type of training you provide. Could be your programming. Could be, your, I was going to say, your programming. Yeah. I mean, not everybody likes to do the same stuff, but just because that one person in your business doesn't enjoy doing that, you don't cater the business to that one client. You're going to break your systems. Yep your delivery system to accommodate one person and just then because the they're giving you $400 a month or whatever. It's like, what are you losing? On at the the ex- I was just going to say at the expense yeah. of how many other clients, 
right? Exactly. If you now you've catered to them and you've take, taken and you've risked every one of those consumers that is in a complete alignment with you because you're breaking you, what you promise to the consu- your yeah. consumer base by going over here. Don't, Andy, don't do that, guys. No, don't, don't no. do Andy, that. Andy Frisella said it years ago on back when he had the MFCEO podcast. He said, um, you know, a lot of people go, they, they want to be 100% market share. I want to be, I want to be that, like the only name in this industry or this market and things like that. And he goes, that'll never be my goal. He goes, you know what I want? I want 49%, not 50, 49, because at 50 from 49%, you've got half of the population. If there's a, if the sky is red or the sky is blue, 49% of people will align with you that the sky is red and take it till, you know, the grave. If I start having that 50% where I'm now trying to cater to and get a little bit from both, I've now devalued my yeah. allegiance to my 49, taken myself out of complete alignment for the hopes of gaining what? One more percent? That's a great, that's a great analogy. One person, like, and yeah. that's the way that a lot of people go about their business is a place of desperation or, or maybe it's just a desire or willingness to help everybody. And that's okay to have, but this is business. And this is a hell of a lot different than a charity or your ability to go help everybody. You need to systematize a business. It needs to be in alignment with who you serve and the things that you promised your marketplace. And if it's not, it might not be the right business relationship or that might not be the right client for you. And it's okay to say no. And I yeah. think that's, that's the biggest thing is you got to do what's right for the business in the long haul, not just what's right for the business today. Yeah, which... Which is important too, because like you want to, we, we talk all the time about like large group versus mm-hmm. semi-private training, right? And, and you're saying benefits the business. Well, like there are those outliers that can take a large group model, turn it into a million dollars a year, not very many, right? And so you really need to look at, you, you know, assess your delivery system, but to your point, like people there's plenty of people. It's a big blue red ocean, depending on what 49% you're going yeah. after. It's like, you can find, you can find people to fill up your business. If we're going after, you know, the, the right. Absolutely. I mean, client in base. our situation, we're talking about 200 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, there's very few markets. I mean, we've marketed in hell, every market across the U S pretty much. And, even the small t- or B markets and C markets did even better. You know what I mean? Because yep. we had we had a yes, we had a larger market share in those areas, but it was because we offer something that was unique, and you know the competition didn't have that. But uh, yeah, it doesn't take much to win. I think that uh, when you do simplify things and you bring it down to like this type of conversation, when when you have the level of awareness as a business owner to look into your business and start figuring out these things, that's when you go from good to great. I think that Absolutely. really accelerates kind of your your presence here. You're not just another gym. Now you bring something unique and proprietary to the marketplace. Uh, you know who you serve. You're, you, the marketplace knows who you serve. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just, it's complete alignment across the board. Yeah, v- very few music artists, you know, are in multiple genres. Yeah. Of mu- they're not, they're definitely not in all of them. No. Maybe, maybe two, <laughs> yeah. right? Maybe yeah. two, um, unless you're Jack Black, I guess. <laughs> yeah. everything. But like, just think of it that way, right? Like people like different types of music. There's artists that are in a specific type of music. That's who they cater to. That's their audience. How many different genres of music are there? A lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So determine yours and, and, you know, put your flag in the ground and go after those people. 
That's awesome. I agree. I think we can leave it on that. Um, <clears throat> if today's episode, guys, resonated with you, if the topics that we talked about or the, you know, the ideas and concepts resonated with you and you need additional help, reach out. Uh, Zach is part of our coaching team here at ProFit. Uh, we've got a, our business accelerator program that, you know, takes gyms from that good to great level. Uh, winninggym.com slash call. You'll jump on a call with me. We'll dive into the business, talk about some of these types of things and see if it's a right fit for you. So with that being said, that's all for this episode. Keep changing lives. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.